You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And guess what? It is the first episode of 2020, and I am super excited. It's a new year, a fresh slate. Everything is going to be amazing this year. I'm speaking it. I'm declaring it. I don't know what your word is for 2020, but my word is more. And that means I am expecting God to do more when it comes to the area of my happiness, of my finances, of my business, of my career, even in the aspects of relationships. I'm just expecting more in all areas of my life. And I know that the God that I serve is going to do it. So I'm super excited to get into this week's episode of the podcast because I want you to start your year off right with a bang. And of course, I want this year to be your best year yet. You have moved on from just being all talk about what you're going to do, but you're actually going to put in the work and get it done. So I know that there are a few things that I want to touch on this year just to make sure that you have a solid foundation to run the race for the rest of the year. So this lesson that I'm going to, and this topic that I'm going to be talking to you about is coming straight out of my Created for More six weeks life coaching course that launches on February 10th. And I'm so very excited about the course and happy to have the ladies who have already signed up during the pre-sale. Hey girl, hey, we are excited to have you in this community of women who is just so excited and ready to experience the more that God has in their life. So for those of you who have been early action takers and signed up for the Created for More, welcome, welcome, welcome. And for those of you who were like, wait, did I miss the memo? What's created for more? Well, created for more is my six week life coaching program where we're going to touch on all areas of your life. We're going to get into your mindset, get into vision, get into your purpose, actually delivering on what you're promising that you're going to do, creating strategies, making sure that you have multiple streams of income, and so much more. So if you are interested in the Create It For More program, send me a DM on Instagram at Shantae Sapphire. Send me an email at info at prayplanslay.com or click the link in the show notes to find out more. 
All right. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Today is all about overcoming your limited, limiting beliefs. All right. Overcoming your limiting beliefs. And I think this is really the foundation that we should start with for 2020 because we talked about it last year, you know, making your vision, creating strategies and stuff to make sure you are picking a word for 2020 to make sure that you're ready. But I want to get through some of the things that may be going on in your subconscious mind that is going to, that has been preventing you from succeeding and the things that I want you to focus on so that going forward, this will be your best year yet. So limiting beliefs. Beliefs have the power to create and the power to destroy, human beings have the awesome ability to take an experience of their lives and create a meaning that disempowers them or one that can literally save their lives. And that was a quote from Tony Robbins. And I thought it was so very relevant to what we're talking about today, because limiting beliefs have more of a negative impact on your life than any other factor. And we all carry around numerous limiting beliefs. And if you want to think about this this image, think of the limiting belief as a shackle around your foot. So you're trying to run the race of life and you're trying to win in all the areas, areas and you are going slower than most people. And you feel like something is pulling you back. You feel like something is holding you back from getting where you need to go. It just seems like you're dragging on and on and on. Like maybe you're you're stuck in quicksand and maybe you even feel like you're being pulled backwards. That is what limiting beliefs will do. They will shackle you around your ankle and feel like an anchor holding you on to the life that you used to have and stopping you from reaching the life that you want to have. And that's going to be no more uh, for you for 2020. So like I said, we all carry around numerous limiting beliefs. They come from a variety of sources, as well as from our own interpretation of the world around us. As humans, we can't help but learn But sometimes the things that we learn are inaccurate. I mean, if you just think about some of the things that you've seen growing up and when you were younger, when I don't know about you, this may not be a limiting belief, but just a belief that I had when I was younger was that the moon was chasing me. I thought the moon was chasing me because when I would look at the moon, it would it felt like it was following me. Right. So that's a belief I developed. Another belief that I had developed before somebody came along and debunked it is that because I swallowed the watermelon seeds, I would grow a watermelon in my baby in my belly. (laughs) That's what somebody said to me. I remember being younger and somebody telling me that um, this pregnant lady had Uh, ate watermelon seeds and that's why her belly was like that because she ate the watermelon seeds. So some of the things that we come up with at a young age stick with us. So it may not be as trivial or as funny as my the moon is chasing me or my watermelon seed story. However, we all pick up beliefs, some that we can get rid of, like Santa Claus is real or not real. And then some are really harder for us to get rid of. But 
I want you to know that the good news is you can eliminate limiting beliefs and replace them with beliefs that empower you, right? So you might be saying, well, Shantae, what is a limiting belief? A limiting belief is one that causes life to be less than completely satisfying. So a limiting belief is something that is stopping you from reaching your full potential, something that is stopping you from reaching your full purpose, something that's stopping you from being confident in who you are, being confident in your decisions, being bold about who uh, you are and God's created you to be, something stopping you from walking forth with your power and the authority that God has given you. Limiting beliefs will stop you from that. So. How do you get over some, uh, your limited beliefs? And I just want to give you quickly some examples of limiting beliefs, just in case you're still trying to get your mind around what one could be. So a limiting belief could be, I don't have enough time. That's one that my clients favorite when they start off with me. Oh, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy or I'm too old or I'm too young or I have no clue where to start. Um, maybe I don't have enough finances. I don't know. I just live paycheck to paycheck. Um, it's too late for me to change. I've been like this for the majority of my life and I'm just, I might as well just stay like this. These are examples of limiting release and I'll touch on them for you. Uh, again, a little further down, but I just wanted you to have some ideas of what they sound like. And the first thing that I need you to do, so step one for overcoming limiting beliefs is to identify your limiting beliefs. Awareness gives you the opportunity to change, but if you ca- you cannot change something if you don't know what it is, Right? If I have a limiting belief that tells me that, you know, I'm too young to start a business or I'm too young to do the things that I want to do, I'm not going to do them until I reach an age where I feel like it's appropriate for me to now own a business. That's what a limiting belief would do, but I wouldn't be even know to identify that as a problem because I haven't actually took the time out to think about it. So most limiting beliefs are subconscious. So it may take some work to uncover them. And I here are some strategies that I want you to know that will help you discover your own self-limiting beliefs. So before we even dig into the the strategies, I want you when you're evaluating your life, you're discovering what your limiting beliefs are, I want you to create a blame-free, okay? Blame-free. You're not going to blame yourself. You're not going to judge yourself. You're just really going to have a candid conversation, truly diving into who you are, what you believe, and what has been stopping you, all right? There is no right or wrong, you don't have to feel a certain way if you believe something, even if you think, wow, I can't believe I believed that. Nobody else believes that. Don't think about that. You're, this is a blame-free analysis, okay? This is a safe space that you're creating with yourself. And it's so important that you be completely honest with yourself so you can overcome these limiting beliefs. So many of us set goals and resolutions often around, you know, the end of the year or the beginning of this year. 
of 2020. And I find that a lot of us start to fall short around February. We've done all that we think we can, and then we lost all motivation, and February rolls around, and you're just back into being the 2019 version of you. Then we beat ourselves up because our lack of motivation fell. We have no more willpower and we think we'll do better next year. And I don't want this to be your reality. So if this is something that you've experienced, maybe 2017 going into 2018 or 2018 during 2019, it doesn't have to stay like this. This doesn't have to be a generational curse that you continue to do and you teach your children how to do this whole, I'm going to start the new year off fresh and then I fall off in four weeks. You don't have to fall into that trap. And if it's something that's happened to you before, it's okay. The past is the past. We're about to build something new. So I need you to let the blame aside for now. Let it go. And we're going to try and analyze what went wrong. So I want you to think about some of the goals that you had last year um, that you didn't accomplish, that you never got around to, that you had all the good intentions of starting and you didn't finish. And while we're going to do this, I'm going to use myself as an example so you can see me working through my limiting beliefs as you will be working through yours. So, for example, one of my goals last year was to lose weight and become healthier. I decided that I was ready to get back on the horse of working out and eating healthy. 2018 was a good year for diet and exercise. However, it was also a good year for me injuring myself. So I had surgery. I sprained my knee. I I hurt my back. Like it was a lot going on for me in 2018. So I didn't get to finish the really good healthy eating, working out thing that was going on in the beginning of the year. So I thought, you know what, 2019, I'm done physio, my knee is better, I'm ready to jump into the game. And I thought to myself, yes, I'm gonna lose 20 to 30 pounds and this was gonna be great. So here are, that's the goal that I'm gonna be working with and I'm gonna use as an example as we go forward. I want you guys to think of a goal that you didn't quite accomplish last year, right? And the first question I want you to ask yourself was, was that goal realistic? For me, losing 20 to 30 pounds over a 12 month period was a realistic goal. I don't know what yours is. Was it saving $1,000 a month? Was that realistic for you? or? Did you think that, you know, you would become a billionaire by the end of 2019 and that goal wasn't realistic because you had no clue where to start? Like, think about things like that. So if your goal was realistic, why didn't you meet them? Was it due to any external factors or your own behavior or a combination of both? So for example, I know some external factors that stopped me from reaching my goal was that my knee took longer to heal than I thought it would. And then I also suffer from severe back issues. And those were the things that were stopping me. So that's my external factors. Now, I had to then look at my own behavior. What was something in my own behavior that was stopping me? One, consistency. I had none. I had none when it came to working out. I was consistent in every other area of my life. Everything else was flourishing and glowing up, but working out neat and healthy, consistency could not be found. You could look high and low. You could search all over and find no consistency in that area of my life. 
So that was me. That was my behavior. What was something else that was in your behavior that could have affected you for not reaching that goal? Again, not making healthy eating choices. That had nothing to do with whether my body was aching, whether my knee was healed, nothing. Eating healthy had nothing to do with whether I could work out. So that was something that I didn't follow through with. I didn't follow through with eating healthy. So think about, you know, what were the reasons you didn't achieve those goals? What were the external factors, things you couldn't control? And then evaluate your own behavior and then write down whether it was, you know, all, maybe it was all external factors, but more than likely it was a combination of external factors and your behavior. The next thing I want you to do is focusing on your behavior. What could you have done differently? Me. I could have been consistent. I could have been way more consistent and determined to do something every single day, whether it was going for a walk, whether it was yoga, Pilates, spin, something. I could have gotten my body up and moving every single day, but I didn't. What else I could have? So consistency could have been better. Making healthier choices could have been better. Not going out to eat every two, uh, like twice a week could have been a lot better. There were so many areas where my own behavior could have changed for the better. So what in whatever that you were trying to accomplish, what could you have done better? Could you have saved better? Could you have been more consistent with studying? What are some of the areas in your own behavior that you identify that you could have done differently or that you could have done differently and better? So the next thing I want you to think about is why didn't you do that at the time? What outcomes were you most afraid about or worried about? So why didn't I do that at the time? I would probably have said at the time I was too busy. Did you hear the limiting belief? Did you hear it just now? I was too busy. That's why I I didn't accomplish the goals that I needed to because I was too busy to work out and I was too busy to eat right. This Is this sounding familiar to anybody? I was too busy to spend an hour a day focusing on me and my health, right? That sounds familiar, right? You were too busy to do something. So what outcomes was I most afraid about or what was I worried about? Again, I didn't have the time. I have other things to do. I don't have time for this. So I want you to to think in your mind also, what what are some of the stories that you 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 told yourself? So for me, I was too busy. I can worry about this later. I'm young. I'm 25 at the time. I can catch up on working out later or, you know, I'm just going to fill my calendar with all these other things that I'm not going to find time for what I am going to do. So these are the questions that I want you to continue asking yourself. And what these questions are going to do is dig out the limiting belief. So you saw where I started. I started with, you know, was my goal realistic? Yes, it was. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to become healthier. Realistic goal. Went through all these questions. Why didn't I meet the goal? What was the external factors? What was my own behavior? With regarding to my behavior, what could I have done different? Why didn't I do it? You know, what stories was I telling myself? And you heard me come to the realization that my limiting belief when it came to working out, being healthy and eating right was, I am too busy. I do not have the time. So I want you to think about questions like that when you're 
you're going through your goals because I want you to find these limiting beliefs that can are usually buried beneath a lot of other stuff. I want you to locate them so you know what is stopping you. And then I want you to make notes without any judgment or blame as if you're analyzing the situation from the outside. This is the fact-finding mission and nothing more. So all you're doing is finding the fact. The fact is Shantae thought it was I was she was too busy to achieve her health goals. Another way of doing it is to try some free writing. So if that method didn't work for you, you could try something called free writing, which would be, for example, I can't possibly do X because, and write down the reason. So I couldn't, so for me, if I was using my example, it would be, I couldn't possibly work out five days a week because I don't have the time. Write down all the reasons that come to mind as quickly as you can without judging how valid they are. Some of them will probably sound ridiculous or crazy, but some will point you to your limiting beliefs. Things like, I lack motivation, I can't be consistent, I procrastinate too much, I don't have enough time, I don't have the money, I have too much responsibility, I have no clue where to get started, I'm too old for this, I'm too young for this. A bunch of people are already doing this or starting this business or podcasting, why should I? Those are examples of limiting beliefs that you might find creep out once you do this exercise, all right? So these are those were just a few examples of self-limiting beliefs that can prevent you from achieving your goals in business or in life. There are plenty more limiting beliefs out there and you probably have a few of them. We all do. But this year, we are going to break through our limiting beliefs. So once you identify your limiting beliefs, step two is to eliminate your limiting beliefs. So now that you've identified it, Here's step two. We're going to eliminate it. This is what I need you to do to eliminate your limiting beliefs. One, I need you to understand their purpose. They have a purpose. And this (laughs) might sound strange to you. Like, how can a limiting belief have a purpose if it's not just to hold you back from what you could, could be possibly doing? And the point is that all beliefs have a purpose. And usually that purpose is somehow connected to keeping you safe or protecting you from pain or another negative outcome. In the case of a limiting belief, this purpose may be misguided, but it does exist and that's why it's powerful. So here's another example. You may be blocked from making progress by the belief that you shouldn't do anything unless you can do it perfectly. This kind of perfectionism can be crippling, but at its root, it's probably aimed at protecting you from the pain or humiliation that you believe will result if you put less than perfect work out into the world. And that is so true. Too many times, because we try to make things perfect so we're not embarrassed, maybe we had a bad, you know, situation when we were younger where something, we let something out and it wasn't perfect and now we're trying to avoid that feeling over and over again, that we rather wait till it's perfect to get it out. But I subscribe to Lene Hippolyte from the Glow Ups podcast, her DNP method, like that's new for me. Done not perfect. Because if I wait for it to be perfect, I know that you guys will never get another podcast episode. If I wait for it to be perfect, 
I know that you guys will never get another email. You'll never get another book from me. You'll never get another coaching, another course, another anything if I wait for it to be perfect because it will never be perfect, but I need to get it done and get it out there. So these are the type of limiting beliefs that I also (laughs) had to work with, but you can make your way through. And I'm getting better at done not perfect, as you know, because I have sent you like a few emails, a few newsletters, which I've come a far way. (laughs) So if you're not on the Purpose Chaser email list to get our weekly newsletters, definitely click the link in the show notes to sign up so you can get the extra bump of motivation throughout the week. So another thing I need you to do to eliminate your limiting beliefs is to question them. Question why you believe this. Once you've identified that, you know, I have this belief from X, Y, and Z uh, situation and this belief is just trying to protect me from feeling that way again, start to question whether it's still valid or useful. For example, if in the perfectionism example, ask yourself, what's the outcome? In the perfectionism example, ask yourself what the outcome would be if you did let yourself launch a product or business that contained a tiny flaw. Is that worse than the outcome of doing nothing? Overall, does your perfectionism lead to more positive or negative results? Go through this process with each of your limiting beliefs you identify. Even if you think you know the answers already, you might come up with something new. And the very process of overtly questioning your limiting beliefs can be helpful in reducing their power. So another one, if I go back to not having enough time, question question it. Like Shantae, why do you feel like you don't have enough time to work out? Is it because you actually don't have enough time? Or you legit just don't feel like getting out of bed? Or do you legit just don't feel like putting in the work just to put on weight again? You get my what I mean? Dig through why you're feeling this way so you know how to get past that. Dig through it, honestly. Like, is it valid? Am I really, is it really making a difference? Or am I just using it as a crutch at this point? Really dig through the different areas and work through your questions on why you're believing this. Why are you believing this limiting belief? All right. Another thing you could do is laugh at them. (laughs) Humor can be very effective unblocking tool and it's hard for something to have power over you when you're laughing at it. So try to make jokes out of your limiting belief. Take them to the extremes and come up with absurd absurd scenarios that make you laugh or at least not take yourself and your beliefs so seriously. So if humor is it for you, laugh at them. Find a way to laugh at your limiting beliefs so that you become more comfortable with the fact that you know them, you know your purpose, and they are hilarious and you can move on from them. All right. So think about that. Now, step three, now that you have step one identified your limiting beliefs. Step two, eliminated your limiting beliefs. Step three is going to be create a new belief that serves you. Create a belief that will improve your life and support your ability to take action and make your life better. 
All right. So it's one thing to eliminate your your limiting beliefs, but you should immediately replace them with beliefs that serve you, that help you get to the next level, that speak life onto you, that speaks to your power, that speaks to you can do all things through Christ. Replace what has been stopping you with the gasoline, the fuel to power your launch forward. So formulate a new belief. To break the power of your old belief, you also need to replace them with new ones, right? You need to believe in something to make sense of the world and to give yourself a stable foundation for navigating it. So for each limiting belief that you identify, turn it around and formulate a new belief. That's more in line with your values that will support you in achieving your goals. For example, if we use the example of perfectionism. Your limiting belief would be, I always have to do everything perfectly, but you can then change it to, I'm okay with small imperfections as long as I'm doing what's important to me, or I'm okay with small imperfections as long as I'm doing what I'm called to do. Think about how you can reformulate your new beliefs and a lot of, you know, and this will go back into your mindset and the things that you're saying over yourself. And I think mindset and how you speak over yourself and how you change your beliefs is so important. And we are going to dive into this a lot in the Create It For More course because it's so important to me that you get your mindset right. And I wish I could dive in even deeper in this podcast, but I'm just touching on the surface of how you can do it at a very foundational level. But I want to, for those of you on the Create It For More course, to dive in deeper because we're going to be spending some time with each other. We're going to be spending six weeks with each other. So we're really going to dive into deep into your limiting beliefs and creating a new belief system that is one that will launch you forward, one that's in line with your vision and one that's in line with what God has called you to do. So I'm super excited to do that and more detail on the Create It For More course. But for now, formulate some new beliefs. And lastly, I need you to retrain your brain. And you're like, "Mm, what do you mean retrain your brain? Hear me out. Hear me out. You can do that. All right. Although your brain tends to hold on to beliefs, it can also be retrained. Beliefs are basically patterns that the brain has identified. So by feeding it a new pattern, you can start to rewire it. There are lots of techniques you can use. You can try affirmations and you know, you know your girl loves her affirmations. I tell you about my affirmations all the time. I say them to you. I tell you about my affirmation sticky words, my vision vision words that I um love to support vision words from Martha Banks Hall and if you have not heard that episode go back we had Martha on the podcast I think one of the first few episodes she is on the podcast maybe within the first five first five episodes it's a really good episodes about how she does her affirmation and manifests you know things in her life through what the word of God is saying to her so definitely go back and listen so I love my affirmations Take your beliefs, take your new beliefs that serve you and turn them into affirmations. For example, an affirmation for me could be, I love to work out. I enjoy eating well. Clean eating makes me feel great. 
Those are like simple affirmations off the top of my head that will help me on my health journey. You know, money comes to me easily. Abundance is my birthright. Success is my birthright. I am a magnet to wealth. I make time for my self-care. I make time for my workout. You know, things like that are ways to speak life and to create a new belief system in your brain. So your brain has a default setting to the new belief, not the old belief. So my brain at the current moment has a default setting to I am a multi-billion dollar business owner. I have said it enough that is deep in there that I will dream I'm a multi-billion dollar business owner. There's nothing left (laughs) in my mind to prevent that particular one. But I've said it so much that it has become a part of me. And that's how I have managed success and peace in other areas of my life. I speak peace over myself so often that peace is my default setting right? I'm a peaceful person. It takes a lot, a lot to rile me out of a peaceful, bubbly, happy place, but it took practice. I did not always start out like that. I am a lawyer by trade. That means Shantae loves to argue. I said this in a meeting tonight. If I'm asking you a question and I don't get the answer, I would be the type of person that will back you up against the wall and cross-examine. I mean, that's why I do what I do, right? So I had to learn how to leave that part of me at work because it comes in handy at work, but I decided that that's not, when it, that's not what I wanted my everyday life to be. I wanted peace in all other aspects <laughs> and in the courtroom would be when I can have that sort of attitude. So I had to practice that because I, like I said, it was growing for me. I had to always be right because I was right. If quite frankly, if you ask me at the time, I was right and I was just trying to help you out so that when you go out into the community, you don't make a fool of yourself saying something that is wrong when I can show you the evidence that is right. And I will sit there and I will Google and I will find my receipts and I will show you my receipts just to help you out. And I put help in inverted comma, but really, It was me having to be right. And I, at the time, I'll have to go do some deep diving. What my limiting belief was why I always felt like I need to be right. But my mom so kindly pointed that out to me. She said, you know what, sweetie, sweetie, come here. You don't always have to be right. You don't always have to argue. You don't always have to. Somebody had to, somebody identified those things in me and I had to go and fix it. And now I'm a peaceful, happy bubbly person you wouldn't even know that side of me but that's because I had to retrain my brain from its original default setting that I picked up throughout life so remember try affirmations all right try something you can also use a physical object something that you carry around that reminds you of your new belief of your new intention um I know that if you're trying to build financial success, something that you are you could carry around is a picture of a black card, something that has, you know, one of those cards that you use that has unlimited an unlimited limit. So you can use it up and down millions of dollars. You can use a black card. Having that in your wallet could be something that will help you remember what you're working towards. Another thing that I do, um, 
that I carry around is what future me looks like. So I did a photo shoot the other day and it really brought my vision alive of what I look like as a billion dollar coach. So what did I do immediately? I made it the background for my iPad because I needed that constant reminder of, and I'm on my iPad multiple times a day, of the woman that I am becoming. Another thing, I plan on doing retreats in 2021. Hello, somebody. So put it in your calendar. 2021 is going to be the year of me doing retreats and dragging you you guys all around the world. Come join me in Bali. Join me in South Africa. Join me in Bermuda to get your mind together, to get your soul together, to get your spirit together and to relax, have fun and have community. But that's for later on in the year. We'll talk about that later. But I already know the house and the place, like the location and the place that I want to have my first retreat. On my laptop, that is my desktop image. On my work computer, that is my desktop image because I need a reminder that this is possible. I'm going to move into this phase of my life. So I don't need to think that, oh, everything's going to be a struggle. I grew up in lack and I refused to operate from a poverty mindset because I knew that if I operated from a poverty mindset, uh, I have to work so hard in order to be successful. I have to be up all night, no sleep, like team, no sleep, team success, X, Y, and Z. Then I would always be chasing something. And I didn't want to be trying to chase a dollar. That wasn't it for me. The only thing I'm chasing after is God and his purpose and his vision for my life. So I had to get hold of that poverty mindset, that lack mindset, that I live paycheck to paycheck mindset and start saying some different things over my life. Like literally the other day, I started saying to myself, I'm happy to pay my bills. Was I happy to pay my bill at that on that first day when I started saying it? No. Who's happy to pay a bill? But I'm going to change the way I speak about my bills because I don't want it to be an arduous situation where I am just like, ugh, I have to pay bills. Like, ugh, money's leaving me. Am I ever going to get it back? So, no, I changed it. I'm happy to pay my bills. I'm excited to pay my bills. I'm excited. To, I wanted to be as excited to pay my bills as I am excited to pay my tithes. And I, I'm very happy. I've always been a tither. So I'm very happy to pay my tithes. And I wanted to be that excited to pay my bills because at the end of the day, I want people to be that excited to pay me, <laughs> to pay me in my business. I want them to feel like not, not, I don't want them to feel like, oh my God, another bill. I want them to say, yes, I'm so excited to work with you. Here is uh, my card, for example. These are the things that I had to retrain my brain and you can do it too, okay? Deliberately putting into practice your new belief in a small way every day is going to make the difference. Even if you make mistakes along the line, go back to what you know your new belief is, all right? So change those old belief systems. You can do it. Your new beliefs are what is going to get you from point A to point Z, from who you are now to who you want to be. Create beliefs that are in line, right? Create affirmations that are in line. 
create visual uh, manifestations of the things that you want to, to see accomplished. If you see yourself in a certain house and you want to buy a certain house, print the house off and stick it on the fridge. Make, make, make the possibilities endless and put the possibilities in front of your face, okay? I want you to remember that. If you ever thought you weren't strong enough, you have to change your belief to say, I am strong. If you ever thought you weren't enough, you need to change your belief to say, I am more than enough. I am a whole lot of somebody and God created me to be this. You know, if you ever had a limited belief that, you know, maybe you didn't feel good about how you look, been there, done that. I did not think I was beautiful for a long time, but through practice, through saying it consistently that I am beautiful. Like, have you seen me? It changed from not being confident in my features and what I look like to being like, you can't tell Shantae nothing. Because after being bullied and teased all through high school about my appearance, how I looked, and actually fall, finding the finding who I was, finding... um falling in love with myself you can't tell me nothing about nothing okay <laughs> because I have embraced who I am but again I had to get over that limiting belief that I wasn't good enough I wasn't pretty enough I wasn't smart enough I never had enough time I don't have the money these are all beliefs that I walked around with that I had to get over and I want you to get over them too so Take everything that we have learned th today in stride. Go back and probably listen to this episode one more time with a pen and a note paper to make sure that you are really diving deep into any limiting beliefs you have and how you are going to overcome them for 2020. I'm super, super, super excited to dive into limiting beliefs more deeply with those of you who have signed up for the Create It For More course that is launching on February 10th. Again, if you're interested in really tackling your limiting beliefs, spending more time in this area, getting more one-on-one -on -one support to make sure that you identify, eliminate, and create a new belief system, then send me a DM, send me an email, or click the link in the show notes to set up your uh, strategy session so that we can discuss how I can help you in this area, how you can be a part of the created for more community so you can start seeing big, big, big changes in your life. So if you're interested, again, in the created for more class, in the created for more course, send me an email at info at preplanslay.com or send me a DM at Shante Sapphire or at preplanslay on Instagram and let me know or click the link in the bio, whatever is easiest for you. I want to help you on this journey. The community that we are creating with the Create It For More course is excited to have you. We are going to go and slay all 2020. You're going to look at yourself at the end of the year and think, oh my God, 
I can't believe the woman I have become now that you have let go of those limiting beliefs, now that you have your purpose intact, now that you're walking around being confident and bold, your streams of incomes are flowing, okay? Your strategy is on point and you're actually doing the work and seeing the manifestation of God's power, grace, and blessings on your life. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. As we do always, let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you today thanking you for bringing us to this new decade. We come asking you to just help us in this self-exploration journey to look at the belief systems that have been holding us back, the things that we have picked up since childhood that we haven't been able to shake, those beliefs that are not in line with you, in line with the word of God, and in line with who you have called us to be. Help us to identify these things in a no-blame atmosphere, just basically fact finding the issues that we're having and overcoming them. God, you said that we are overcomers. You said that we are more than conquerors. So even when it comes to things of our mind, even when it comes to things of our beliefs, Father, we ask that you help us to conquer them, right? You help us to be, be winners in that aspect. You said that we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So even now we ask you to start working on renewing our mind and showing us the steps that we need to take to become a new, become a new creation so that we can walk in our purpose, so that we can be the vessel that you use in on earth to be a blessing to other people and to be a blessing to ourselves. We thank you. We praise you. We lift your name on high. Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. Be sure to follow us on on Instagram at Pray Plan Slate Podcast or follow our host, Shante Sapphire, at Shante Sapphire on Instagram. We'd love to know how you are enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Pray Plan Slate Podcast. Speak soon.